if ever there was a time to plant a shade tree, now is it. We, we're at the, the winter solstice, or not winter, summer solstice. So longest day is in this midsummer area. So you're seeing where the brightest spots are. You could actually place a shade tree now better in the yard than you could, uh, let's say, earlier in the spring. You have to guesstimate a little bit because the days are so short. Now it's bright and trees grow fast right now. So your fastest growing of the shade trees. These are sycamores and maples, locusts, ash. There's a whole series of them that are very fast and very large. Um, they're actively pushing out growth. So, you, so uh, let's say a, a, a Prescott Blaze maple. This is a classic maple leaf. It's blazing red, this Blaze maple, in the fall of the year. It's the fastest growing of the maple trees that still turns red. There's some that grow as fast or faster, maybe, questionable, but they turn gold or orange. But the red, the red, is that's what's desirable, is blaze, Prescott blaze maple. It's going to grow an extra two feet between now and the end of the year. And then it turns this blazing red color, usually in October, first part of November. Then it's just deciduous. That is, it loses its leaves in the winter, so that's deciduous. Evergreen, keeps its green through the winter. Deciduous, loses. So what are some of the better, bigger, faster growing shade trees? Thought I'd mention that. Now, first of all, shade trees, they're not exactly great street trees. So they get so big, but you'll have to constantly limb these things up before a semi or big old van or RV can drive underneath, let's say a sycamore tree out at the street. They're actually better off as backyard trees or west side of your house where it's just so blistering hot. Put them there. The beautiful thing about a big tree in the west side of your patios, your gardens, uh, your house, your barn, your is that it shades during the, the hot summer heat, but then they lose their foliage in the winter so that you get the solar gain. So you actually it reduce or or increase the heat ability of that yard because the sun's coming and warming up that structure. But in the summer, it's shading it. It's a great way to go. It's, it's, it's design 101. That's where they start. They teach us, start with evergreens to the northwest. Or, uh, yeah, northwest, because the, the, the winds come from the northwest, typically in winter, so we can reduce that cold air permeating into your structure. Put the shade trees to the west or southwest because that's where the heat of summer is and it just gives your air conditioning a workout, yet it loses their leaves and you can get some solar gain. So it reduces the effect on those heat pumps, furnaces, fireplaces. It's easier to heat your house, cool your house, depending on where you place plants. It's a game changer. Then you go for privacy. So, man, I don't want to look at that barn. Oh, my gosh, Class A, that's a beautiful $200,000 RV, but I don't look at it every time I'm sipping tea watching a sunset. Let's block that thing. Um, so there's there's then you go to the Oasis effect. You bring in the colorful stuff closer to where you enjoy that your time. So the back patio, the outdoor kitchens, the driveways. You want a landscape that just comes in and goes, Welcome home. I'm so glad that you're here. That's what, coming down to the front door so that every every Amazon delivery, the driver goes, whoa, these folks know how to garden. I wouldn't mind living here. This is great. Oh my gosh, it's beautiful. 
as they wave at the security cameras. <laughs> so you, you look at the patios, the decks, the entrance, the driveways. Sometimes we, we work backwards. We start at the oasis effect, but really we should start with the trees because they take the longest time to establish. The best time to plant a tree is 10 years ago. The next best time is, well, today. So that's a common saying used often, but it's so true. Put your big trees out back where you're enjoying that area uh, to the west, to the southwest. Uh, and then you go, if you want to park, park your truck underneath a huge sycamore tree or huge locust. There's golden locust right now, this beautiful umbrella-shaped canopy. It's up about 30, 35 feet tall. And it's got these long branches that come out. You can easily park underneath those. And it's just a beautiful, it's got a real small leaf to it. And so it's very easy to clean up because they just blow away. I don't know where they go, probably your neighbor's house. They just kind of blow away. Whereas a big, big leafed things like a big uh, American elm or big uh, Siberian elms. These, these, there's, a, there's a new series of elm trees that are, they don't get the bugs. They don't have the seed those are the elm. You don't want that wild elm tree that just grows because it's a weed. It gets disease, slime flux, every bug you could think of. It seeds everywhere. It's a high maintenance plant. Not so with the new varieties because they've bred that, the hardiness back into that tree and they bred out the seed production. So we're only using the males of the females. So they're not going to seed for you. A better choice. So, but still that same deep taproot that you see, you see from the wild elms that, that grow out there. If you have a real narrow spot, so we have a lot of very narrow yards anymore, side yards, backyards are even narrow anymore. Aspens and birch are really good choices. They get tall, but they don't get wide. And so, but they're still deciduous. That is, you can plant that on that west facing. So us, our west side of my office in the master bath or on the west side, it roasts. It is so hot. So I plant aspen trees up along the wall because not underneath the eaves, I'm just outside the eave, but it's not so big that it encroaches on my neighbors. I don't want to, I want shade without irritating my neighbors. And so I'm trying to be a good neighbor. That's a good way to do that. So you can use that on that. Let's say you've got a pergola trying to shade that back patio, but you still need some more, something tall that shades even the pergola to really make it where it's comfortable. Even in uh, the hottest day of June, you can still go outside and enjoy that. And aspen does a great job. That's that white bark. And as the bark matures, it gets whiter and whiter and whiter. It turns paper white. Beautiful. Uh, they call it Populus tremuloides, that's popular, poplar, with the trembling leaf. Trembling, that's the Latin of it. Trembling leaf poplar, that's an aspen tree. They also make a variety of, of Swiss uh, poplar or aspen. It doesn't tremble, has kind of a straight, actually looks more like a birch than it does an aspen. If you're going to, you live in the mountains of Arizona, you've got aspen clusters all over here. In the heart of Prescott, you get aspen creek. You can walk right there. There's clusters everywhere. Plant the native one. It's going to do better for you. And it's so pretty as a, as, a, as a breeze rustles through that foliage. I do believe that birch is actually a more robust uh, shade tree. So if you need white bark, not too wide, a lacy leaf to it, 
birch has a deeper root structure. And I think the reason that is, it, it takes our heavy clay soils better than let's say an aspen does. Aspens, everyone thinks you got to water it to, to, to water it so much. Not true. You're actually more likely to kill an aspen tree from overwatering it in a heavy clay soil than you are, let's say, a birch tree. So they're more drought hardy than you think. Give it a good deep soak once it's established. About once a week is more than enough for aspens. It does not like water every day. In fact, all these big trees are not going to like water every day. They put on big root structures deep down into the soil. So they like to be hydrated very heavily, very deeply about once a week. That's good enough for them. If they're getting water every other day, they can literally suffocate while in the ground. So roots of plants need oxygen. And if you fill all those air pockets up with water molecules, literally that plant will, the, the roots, roots literally rot. You, you dig them up and you'll have an odor, a smell. You'll see the, the, the roots are, are dark chocolate colored. They've been stained because they've been rotting in the ground. You want nice, vibrant, white roots. That means they're healthy, active, growing, and, and hardy. They're taking in the nutrients and the water up to that plant more efficiently. And so those are some insider tips I think that will help you. It's a good time to plant a shade tree. It's the best time, I would say. Your selection is very good. There's some still some big choices. You go instantaneous tree if you want or smaller. You got a lot of growth pattern, a lot of growth season left for those trees. Shade trees from the mountains of Arizona. Be right back after this. 